Welcome to E-Conversation, a podcast documenting modern-day e-commerce and changes within the industry. I'm your host, Alia Lali, and today we're going to be talking to an e-commerce manager at ASICS, Gabriel. Hi, Gabriel. Feel free to introduce yourself. Hey, um, it's it's a pleasure to be on here and talk to you, kind of give a rundown about uh, myself and the e-com industry as a whole. Um, I've been with ASICS for about four years now. Uh, I joined the brand to kind of help rebuild their e-com system and platform and kind of bring them to the, let's call it the 21st century in that sense. Um, yeah, I've been in the e-com industry for seven to eight years now. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel like I have an in-depth knowledge about the industry as a whole. Uh, can you go in depth about like what you do in your position, your job? Sure, at ASICS, um, as an e-com manager, uh, four years ago started to kind of, we replatform, rebuilt, uh, so kind of started e-com Canada from the ground up. So we we uh, started from, let's call it ground zero, built the full order flow, inventory management. So on a day-to-day, um, depends on the day, I guess, I manage the operations side of it. So you know, make sure orders are getting to the DC and shipping out fine. Some days I'm managing just the customer service aspect of it, um, merchandising the site, dealing with our developers, kind of make sure everything is functioning correctly and customers are able to check out um, as smoothly as possible. So it's a, so every day is kind of a little bit different. That's actually cool. Like it's kind of like an adventure in the workplace kind of thing, which is really yeah, cool. you, you never know what bugs or, you know, bugs happen and, you know, errors happen. So you never know what, what's going to throw your way each day, but it keeps it entertaining because it's not the same thing every day. That is still so cool. Like I noticed that like you have a variety of experience with business field as you have a brief experience with human resources, marketing head office and like e-commerce, of course, what inspired you to pursue e-commerce out of all these like fields? Um, so when I graduated from York University, um, you know, I went into undergrad, you know, knowing I, knowing I wanted to kind of go into business and have that kind of uh, base, but I didn't really know where I want to specialize. I thought HR was, you know, what I want to do, kind of get into recruiting and headhunting. Thought that was like, you know, the very entertaining kind of dream job. But after university, I did an internship, um, did a little bit of HR work and just learned that was not the one for me. I uh, just did not like it at all. So then, then you kind of learn, you know, I got a job after that, uh, just working at a head office, learning a little bit about, you know, web development, managing websites, SEO, and that kind of stuff. And that really piqued my interest. So that kind of got me onto that path of digital marketing in a sense. And that as I was learning more about that, um, that slowly shifted to e-commerce when I got a position at Adidas. And I think, you know, you kind of just learn what you what you love to do. Um, each job kind of helps you kind of progress into where you want to go and what you like about one job and don't like about the other. And you kind of tweak it into your next role. So, yeah. Like, have your past jobs ever, like, kind of like made an effect to your current job or they're kind of just like experience that you kind of gained I guess it's a little bit of both so 
definitely experience as each job you, you learn, you know, you gain experience in different industries and different factors. Uh, my first job was more of a small company. So you're dealing with people a lot closer where Adidas, you're one in a few hundred, you know, but you're, you know, part of a team that's call it 20, 30 people. Um, and you really hone into a specific task or specific um, factor of the business. So you, you really learn um, what you like about that job and maybe what you don't like about that job. Same thing when I, you know, was doing a little bit of HR work, you, you learned that I really didn't like that. Um, and and ideas, a lot of it was um, code base. Um, so I realized I didn't really know much about HTML or coding. So I kind of went home and started teaching myself and there's a lot of online kind of resources to kind of learn how to code. So kind of went home and, you know, found that interesting and started learning about that. And that helped me kind of get to more of an e-com uh, base because, you know, you have that fundamentals of how to build a website or how to code and kind of the functionalities of it. That's like an interesting journey based on what they give the deli. I kind of have a question like related to that. Um, mm -hmm. As like you did say, you did a lot of like managing, like specifically like in the e-commerce industry. What do you define success as a as a manager? Um, I, I think success could be defined uh, differently for every individual and every business, right? Uh, for an undergrad, uh, success can be just completing university, you know, just getting your piece of paper at the end of the four years. To someone else, it could be graduating with honors. So I think the same thing kind of applies to e-com is depends on what the business goal for their e-com industry, e-com, I guess, sector of the business is. Um, do they want to look at growing the business 20% year over year? Is it a branding tool, just, you know, getting the customers to their website to learn more about the product and to really be able to tell their story about what the product is and what the benefits are. So I think for every business and every industry that success may look differently, but, you know, growing it and kind of selling and, you know, driving top, top line revenue is typically the success, I guess, measurement. That's like, wow. Like, I agree with you with everything that you just stated, which like, I think just more like if you grow as a person, it's just like beneficial in a way, like, Success is like different, there's different meanings. It's very like a variety of meanings, I guess. Yeah, I mean, depends on what that person's looking to gain, right? So, you know, some people want to build a podcast while they're in university, you know, they could, you know, mark that on their resume saying, you know, this is what I did and, you know, I really grew that, which is great. So people just want to fly by and just, you know, graduate, which is also great, you know? It just, I guess it depends on that person really what they you know, want to achieve from what they're doing. Um, how, and another question, like how has COVID-19 like, affect, affected your job or affected like your workplace in general? Um, well, working remote, I think for e-com, I think it's probably the easiest business to work remote uh, because I mean, at the end of the day, I just need my computer and I'm good, right? Um, being able to be home and kind of talk to your team on a day-to-day, -day, um, that's definitely been a new learning curve. Um, but what I, what a lot of businesses has seen from what I've heard is 
now that everyone home or started to be at home at COVID, every the whole industry went online, right? Everyone was shopping online rather than going to stores because they're closed. So a lot of the traffic just went online, sales skyrocketed across literally every business that I've heard of. So it's a lot more pressure to, you know, how do we continue that growth? How do we continue uh, leveraging people buying online, uh, making sure that they're happy with their experience so we could keep them online uh, moving forward. Um, yeah, like I agree with like the learning aspect, like literally people who I know, they're just like, oh yeah, no, sometimes I just struggle working at home. Sometimes I benefit from working at home. So it's like literally mixed feelings, which is like, I find it interesting. And like coming from you, it's like as an e-commerce, I would have expected it to be like a little bit harder, but it's actually like beneficial for the e-commerce like industry, which is cool and everything. But like within the, the e-commerce like industry, like growing as a whole, like rapidly, so the number of competitors, how has ASICs are is how is like ASICs keeping up with other competitors? I mean, e-com as a whole changes, you know, call it daily. Um, depends on the player, like Amazon as an example, uh, really honed in on quick shipping. Um, so, you know, most users expect it, hit click, you know, make that purchase and have that package at their door either the same day or next day. Um, so it may not be in the same, you know, Amazon may not be a direct competitor for ASICs, but it's definitely changed the environment that, you know, what consumers expect. So you kind of have to like lean into that, you know, the fast shipping, uh, making sure that when people make that purchase, they get it at their doorstep as quick as possible. And the same thing with other competitors, you know, they're, they're constantly, you know, evolving, trying to make consumers shop at their website versus ours and you kind of have to keep you know improving yourself you're improving your performances of you know uh are we shipping quickly are we providing you know easy returns uh to make the customer journey you know a little bit more comfortable are you offering free shipping or not how is that what you know your competitors are doing so I think every day you kind of have to look at your competitive landscape and saying, you know, what are your competitors doing? What are they providing? And how can we kind of do that as well, if not do better? Okay. Wow. That's like, like I, I like how you like kind of linked with Amazon, which is like really interesting. Like Amazon has been like a huge e-commerce like source. And the fact that it's like, you're like, your company's finding ways to do that. It's like, really cool and everything so like what do you find challenging about your job so i'm gonna kind of loop this question with what i find challenging but what i actually really enjoy about the job is that um kind of what i mentioned at the beginning is that every day is a little bit different right so you never know when you're going to wake up and have an issue with the website just because a certain script failed or someone's having issues at the warehouse and we can't ship out products um, you know, every day is a different challenge in that sense. So you never know what is going to come at your way. But at the same sense, that's kind of the favorite part of it is that no day is the same. Um, so, I mean, to me, that's entertaining. It keeps you on the toes. Um, you, you know, you know, you're never doing the same thing twice in a sense. And yeah, it's, it's growing, it's evolving. It's learning how to adapt to the challenges and and make that successful. 
like just like a random question like apart from just like you know like um finding bugs like was there a time where you had to deal with a bug for like one or two business days or like something just didn't went did, something just didn't like go right and all of a sudden just like I guess like worked on it so long to a point where you finally made it right I guess um, I mean I feel like that's every other day um <laughs> yeah I mean so, some some issues are you know when you do a product let's say a product upload you accidentally include a um an apostrophe in the code and the system doesn't like it so you're kind of skimming through everything to find what they're what it is uh sometimes it's a simple just finding that apostrophe and bleeding it you know everything's good again but some days it's uh is in the e-com industry specifically your system is connected to so many different other systems at the same time you're you're connecting to your your warehouse, your inventory management, to your email provider. And at any time, one of those can make an update that may not work with your site or may not be updated to the latest version. So some days you may have a bug and you don't know where it is and it'll take you a week or a few days to see that, you know, a vendor made an update and you just got to, you know, do an update on your own system and find out. Someday it's a little bit more critical in the whole script failed but you know that that's the the fun and challenging part is you know you never know where that error is going to be or or who made that change and it takes you some time to kind of you know backstep and see like okay what changes did you make what changes that he they make and see if that was the cause or you're just you know shooting in the dark and kind of finding where that error is so it's just mostly like unexpected i guess like that's what you're trying to say it's just mostly unexpected and just like it's just like anything could happen kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you hope that it does it and you kind of make sure that everything's working as it's supposed to. But yeah, you you never know where that air can come from. Makes sense. Uh, where do you see the e-commerce industry growing in like the next five to 10 years? Um, I mean, the the it's tough because you, you never know which direction it can, it can really go into. Um, I, I think a lot of, you know, AI talk has been in play as, as of recently, um, you know, digitally trying on clothes to see how it kind of shows on you or off footwear, how you kind of see it on your foot. Um, buying digitally, um, that could be a big play. Um I think at Amazon at one point was talking about um, not charging consumers until they return the product, if they didn't return the product. So, you, you know, only pay if you kept it, um, in a sense. I mean, it, it's hard because, you know, COVID threw, threw a huge wrench into the plans that no one expected, you know, everyone going online in, in the past few years. And some growth plans like went up a couple of years ahead of time, just based on how that is. So um, it, that's a tough one. I, I don't know. You know, every day is a little bit, a little bit challenging in that sense. So, I mean, definitely people' expectations are growing of, you know, getting things quicker and having it at their fingertips. Uh, buying through Instagram is growing, and those kind of stuff. So, I think people just want things quicker and you know, fitting right 
the first time rather than kind of, yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on like AI, like involving with the e-commerce industry? Like what are you, just your general thoughts about it? Um, AI, I mean, a lot of people want to see the integration with AI for, for e-com to see, you know, can they visually see the product on them um, before making that purchase, right? See if like, if they're gonna like look on it, right? So you can make a digital, call it avatar, kind of make your own design and kind of shop online via that way. Um, I don't know. Have you ever like, so far in your job, have you ever worked with like AI or like, it's just mostly the coding aspect? I haven't worked with AI yet. Um, I think a lot of e-com functions like with ASICs or anyone else, it's, you want to really hone in on the basics. You want to make sure that, you know, the fu function, the basic functionalities are working, that people are getting what they want, um, when they want it in a sense to make it easier for them to shop. Um, has been really the driver for most businesses. Um, and then you kind of play with any additional AI or fun tools to kind of see if that grows, but it hasn't been a big driver in revenue from what I've seen. That's actually interesting. Like, would you ever be interested in, in like the next five or 10 years to actually work with AI or not really? Yeah, I mean, if, you know, if AI is the, the future, then you kind of have no choice but to kind of start learning and kind of seeing how that goes. Um, you kind of have to adapt to how the marketplaces are going and how the industry is going. Um, but, you know, one step at a time, in a sense. I would agree that, like, one step at a time, like, you can't just, like, you know, have something thrown at us other than the pandemic literally was just thrown at us. But that's, like, besides the point. As most of our listeners are students and young adults, do you have any tips or any advice for someone who's trying to get into the e-commerce industry? Yeah, I mean, from from my own experience, like learning uh, that, it, you know, HR recruiting wasn't really the way, you know, I wanted to go in. I kind of learned that e-com is the industry that I wanted to focus on. Um, I would say try it. I know the entry into e-com isn't, you know, that hard to enter. Um, there's a lot of pl platforms like Shopify, Wix, uh, you know, all these systems that, you know, I would say give it a shot, try buying some products on Amazon themselves and try to see if they can stand up a, a website and sell a few products or sell through eBay or Amazon. Just managing all the different aspects of e-com, you know, from the operations to customer service to marketing and seeing if that's what they actually enjoy and, you know, learning that you can have, you have to wear multiple hats at one day to kind of put out different fires. So, and you never know that maybe they'll actually grow a successful business that they could continue growing past university. So I would just say, give it a shot and see, see how it goes and see, you know, how all the different aspects of e-commerce come and play together with each other. Well, that was our final question. Um, I'd like to thank Gabriel, thank you, Gabriel, for being on this um, podcast. Do you have any questions or any comments that you would like to say? Yeah, I think, uh, like, like I just said, give it a shot and kind of learn and see if the e-com industry is, you know, the path that you want to go down and 
and just give it a shot and test it out. See, see if that's what you enjoy. It's all about, it's all about A-B testing your life. That's some great advice, but thank you so much for being on this uh, podcast is the end of it. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.